0: Uh, hello, uh, so, I, this will probably be a short one, we're trying out a new way to record the podcast, um, because, um, I don't know, I got it in my head that I wanted to make this simpler,
1: (laughs) no, no, no. hang on, let's, let's pull the curtain back, Jamie, it makes things easier on you, and you're the one who puts all the work into the podcast, so, I'm all for making things easier on you. Yeah. Now, what I'm hoping yeah. is happening is that the echo is back again. And
0: i sound like god (laughs) (laughs) i i don't i don't fucking know i i'm i'm also monitoring our uh the desktop audio the on the mixer and i don't hear anything like when i'm speaking it doesn't say like the bars don't go up but when you're speaking the bars go up so we'll see this could be like the like episode 102 could be bullshit we'll find out i'll find out oh my god
1: it'll be great jamie it'll be like garfield minus garfield where i'll just be talking to myself <laughs> like you'll be there. Back, it'll just be me. Yeah, your mic is just hot.
0: talking to my friend. Your mic is hot as fuck too. Can can you turn? I know. Here, turn. Here, what, what do you need me to do? do you, need, you need me to turn? Yeah, turn your on, input but... down a little bit. Just a just a scotch. Just a little. They they've, they don't
1: fucked with everything. <laughs> See, turn the gain all the way up. You can't be turning the gain all the way up. Oh,
0: oh that is, sounds better.
1: Is that, is that a little better?
0: I think that's a little better. Um, How about yeah. that? Is
1: that, a, is that a little better?
0: Yeah. I think so. Okay. I think so. All we'll right. we'll find out. I've, right. I've got I, a plug-in that'll I, equalize I us. I
1: this is, no, no, no. no. I th- you know whose fault this is, Jamie? Uh, this is the fucking Super Art Fight D&D assholes. That's who it is. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my better half needed to borrow my microphone, and then oh. they decided to have a fucking AV club and group oh. decide how the microphone should be set and decided that the way that they should do it is turn it to multi-directional for some fucking reason. and no. then turn the game all the way
0: up. No. Why would you do that?
1: Nicole is- because you don't have your fucking tech guy there anymore. Cause but- we quit. <laughs> it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It- so, so sport- yeah. sports fans, um, if you have a microphone with multiple patterns, um, and you're only you're the only person using it don't you don't need the multi-directional one unless you want to cr- you don't
1: need the multi-directional kids uh, no un- it, uh, look it, it's not it's not hard let <laughs> let the rock teach you how to use a microphone you don't go all the way out here and then shout because that's terrible microphone form. so you bring the microphone to you yeah and when you really want to get sensual yeah you bring the tone
0: down yeah and you get way up in that motherfucker <laughs> i mean Way down were, in it. Were you were you on the cast as well, or was it just no, the, it was no. just her? No, then why would no, they no, need no. the multi directional? This, this, this was a this
1: was a because I, I don't know if i had to take a guess this was decision by committee they flipped a bunch of switches and went oh my god that kind of works and then moved on see i'm but gonna you know the problem <laughs> is dan's
0: part of this that's what i'm gonna yell at his ass later because he fucking knows better somebody needs to. he should someone needs he should, f- needs to. He should f- fucking well know better because like who, he's got all this of n- yeti's gain
1: all the way up
0: no that's like i get that's the false. idea that's that, false. that
1: my that my better half is not as loud as i am i get where <laughs> i am in the relationship i understand who i am yeah you want to turn that thing up to 50 percent? no problem jamie i'm i'm chilling at a hot 24 <laughs> percent. a hot 24 <laughs>
0: Oh my god. I just also realized that my video is fl- I don't care. Well, I'll figure this out later. I'll fuck with this later. I'm so I'm so confused. <laughs> I would
1: say your video looks fine even if the image is flipped or whatever it is. I don't think anyone really cares. I yeah. need to get one of those like fancy ring lights. So this way, I look half as good as you. I like. I won't, but at least I'll be lit as well as you. Like that's so, the important.
0: Thing. So here's the thing about my lighting. So a lot of people have the have the ring lights because it, it gives you even light, even toner all around. You'll notice right. that one of one side of my face is more lit than the other side of my face. I did not yeah, go. Yeah, I did not go with a ring light. I went with a, an LED panel um, that's shooting down, and then I got a scrim. And a scrim is just a giant piece of fabric that diffuses the light and i have the scrim like like it's it's just off camera so
1: it's dramatic is what it is
0: yeah so it takes the light and it expands the the panel so it makes it look look brighter and it It, gets the lighter closer so it's just i was like i'm not gonna look like everyone else fuck the ring light look i'm gonna get like a nice scrim, and this (laughs) is what i'm saying i i need to have the nice look like that's that's what i like because I,
1: I don't have that, Jamie. I yeah. don't have that look. That's that's not what you boys currently rocking right now. <laughs> and it makes me a little on the sad side. Like, uh, I'm got to yeah. be honest with you. I think i, so I, I got to light- work this out because yeah. you've got that weird, like, 2020 interview lighting where like it's real stark from one side. Yeah, yeah. Like, if if you shifted in your chair and you were like. Oh wait. And I knew that's when the I have a, NCAA Yeah,
0: so, so was crooked. So here's here's hey! what it look like and then if I turn to the side mm. this is this is the scrim. It just looks like Nothing a but light. Yeah, it just looks Nothing like a big yeah, a big panel. Go. Um yeah. So a scrim a scrim is a nice way to make a, a small light look like a bigger light. So this this light okay. looks huge but it's not that big. Um
1: I got you. Okay.
0: So Gotcha. So,
1: a, a ring- so what you're saying is, at minimum, I need a ring light. I
0: need to yeah. look
1: like every other YouTuber.
0: Yeah, a ring light is a good place to start. And if you want to... There there are more panels that I'm looking at. I'm just... Ugh. It's terrible. Um, but the, Jamie,
1: you've got to do more reaction videos.
0: Like, it's the only way
1: we're going to get any views on this channel. Because I ain't bringing in the numbers.
0: Yeah. Well, the, the other thing... The other reason why I wanted to go with Discord Um, besides me being lazy is that the audio quality is a little bit better than zoom Um, so so that'll hopefully that'll make a difference production wise I don't think anyone listening to the podcast or watching the podcast is going to notice a fucking difference other than like I'm on the Uh, other side of the fucking screen I bet
1: bet that they will in the first uh, couple minutes of this
0: episode (laughs) because apparently I was hotter than hot um yeah but i'm i'm very surprised uh dan dan should know better dan should know better he should not have allowed that to happen and i bet nicole sounded like a yeti like i I have no idea yeah because she's
1: not exactly quiet no no so like i don't no. understand if like something was turned way the fuck did, down Were like, they go
0: were they going for asmr like did they need to hear nicole I roll the die no or idea. some shit
1: full disclosure being the bad boyfriend that i am i don't watch her play anD i also don't watch my friends play anD i'm sure they're having a great time that's for them that's for D nerds y'all have a great time (laughs) much like a lot of other things in the world i'm glad you guys are doing it and jamie i'd be interested in playing because i learned that apparently and i'm super wrong about this and i'm sure a bunch of people are going to correct me if anyone bothers to give a shit apparently there's a new rule where if you die you can come back as a muppet hmm Same character, Mm. but now you're a Muppet. (laughs) Right. And it makes me wonder like, and I heard that there's a bunch of rules, but fuck that noise. I want to just be able to play fast and loose with Muppet logic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if I died and then came back as me, but the Great Gonzo, and I just had the ability to be like, hey, we need you to get over onto that ledge over there. I'll be like, I need a chicken no! and a cannonball. Like, like, yeah, like, I need a chicken and a cannon. I'm going to do this for my bride, Camilla. <laughs> chicken under the yeah! arm, climb into the cannon, shoot myself, clean across the thing, roll for initiative, <laughs> land that shit. Like, <laughs>
0: and, roll for and initiative.
1: <laughs> I... Like, Buy a Muppet-style rope to my foot nice. and just launch me. Like I want that Like The other thing that I learned apparently is when you're a wizard, there's a spell that you have where you can summon a horse mm. anywhere.
0: Of course, of course.
1: And you can do this like a couple times a day, oh but my there's God. a limit to it. Like you get seven horses a day. <laughs> and I want to just be able to play. With the rule that, like, and apparently you have to be really advanced to do this. I want to be able to, like, challenge some DM and be like, okay, yeah. so if I do something ridiculous, roll something ridiculous, survive something or whatever it is, can I get the horsepower right now? <laughs> and the way I think I'm going to talk them into this is that I have a challenge that I think I could solve any problem by summoning on a horse. Hmm. Any... That, yeah. Give me a problem, Jamie. I'm gonna su- I'm gonna solve it by summoning a horse.
0: Okay. Uh, Temple
1: of t- Doom booby traps. Yeah. Throw a horse in there.
0: Uh, Texas has no power and they're freezing to death.
1: Uh, okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna need multiple. Tra- Actually, no. Hang on. I can do this the old fashioned way. I'm gonna set up not a wagon wheel but some sort of like. Um, sideways generator yes a generator yep horsepower
0: literal horsepower
1: because if i can summon seven of them a day i'll do seven right off the (laughs) gate congratulations (laughs) actually no scratch that six of them i need my emergency horse (laughs) because you never know when you need that emergency horse yeah
0: that's true (laughs) i love it
1: (laughs) this this is what i'm saying like hey there's a giant dragon up there i summon a horse 40 feet above his head, Clonk. and you just watch that thing <laughs> fall and just el-kabong him, Bonk. like just, Brandon, what are you doing? Summoning glue, high-speed glue. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's that gorilla, like, horse sky gorilla glue, and he'll just stick that, on the horse. That's what I'm saying, and, like, right, yeah. Dragon hair, right. and he can't get it out.
1: Right, 100%, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh my god that's amazing
1: yeah i need to jump out of i need to jump out of a window i need something to break my fall
0: yes yeah Yeah. um so yes get a uh get a light (laughs) (laughs) i actually cool all right i I think i have a ring light i I, some someday when i uh when when it's not (laughs) deadly to drive outside i can send you the ring light but like i've got one that i'm not using because i'm using this
1: Oh, you know what? We were talking about doing for for mania, having you bring up dan dan noodles or whatever it is. Maybe you throw the ring light in the bag.
0: Yeah, that's a good idea. I should I should remember. You,
1: like you do a little ding dong dash. Yeah. Bing. Ring light.
0: <laughs> Bam. Bam. Uh, I guess we're still talking about tech. Cause, uh, so you're, you're, I just, I'm using a new lens. I'm using a new lens, which is an actual uh, old, it's an old lens. It's an old Nikkor manual lens because I got a speed booster for my micro four thirds camera. So normally when you have a lens, you stick it on the micro four thirds, it's two times crop. So like, um, if you're using a 25 millimeter lens, it's a 50 millimeter lens. If you're using like a, a 16 millimeter lens, it's like a, 32-ish or 35,
1: whatever. There you go. We can math. We can math here. I can't (laughs) math.
0: Um, So the speed booster takes the the focal length and decreases the the crop. So instead of a two times crop, it's a 1.5 times crop. So it's more like an APS-C. So um, before I had an 18 millimeter lens on here, which gives you like 35, 36 millimeter equivalent. I have a Nikkor 24 millimeter lens But at 1.2 times crop, it's around 30, 36. So it's the same. So you're
1: still getting around a 35 millimeter lens, around a standard style lens.
0: Yeah, standard style. uh, But I'm using an ancient Nikon or Nikon piece of glass. Hazel, close the door. Close the door. (laughs) Hello to your daughter. Um, it's it's a good thing the camera's up here because Hazel doesn't wear any clothes when she goes to sleep so uh this turns into a very different kind of show um
1: yeah yeah we got to remember to never go live
0: yeah we're never going live um but yeah so uh now i'm using ancient glass i don't think you can tell the difference but i like the i like the way this particular lens renders colors just i don't know i like it there's hang on a second
1: Wait, 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 wait. Time out. Not camera gear. Like full on Missy Elliott, like stand up, flip it and reverse it. Wasn't the whole point of us doing this so that you didn't have to edit in the the bump intro?
0: Yeah. Oh, we haven't actually sat and watched it. Oh, so. I've, I've got the intros loaded up uh, in OBS, so uh, when it comes time to hit the intro, I'll just play the intro, and then we just wait, and then when it, the intro is done, we'll start up again and all that kind of stuff.
1: Right, that's, that's what I mean, though, is we haven't sat here and done that.
0: No, because this is the cold opening part. <laughs> <laughs> We're still in the opening. We're still in the opening. Okay, um, because, still in the opening. Because what I wanted to mention that... Uh, the olympus whoever is taken over olympus omd solutions or right, whatever right they are right, right. they are planning to do new versions of their high-end camera so like the omd em1 i think i think the right, yeah i think the current
1: just above what i own
0: yeah that so you have the em10 um yeah
1: i i have the em102
0: you have the em102 the em1 is like their flagship line the em1 mx is like their big dumpy it it's a huge behemoth thing They're They're planning on doing another body at some point this year, like from the high end. Um,
1: so, right. Okay. So, so is the goal for them just to be like a top tier elitist ass sort of thing? Is that I, the idea? I
0: am not sure, but, uh, cause they, it's, it's unclear cause they keep saying shit, but nothing has actually come out, but it sounds like they're going to go toward the, the higher end of the market. um, but they still cool. they still released a, a EM ten mark three last year, which was a which was okay. a big deal. I mean So like I think they're going high end, low end, and I think the EM five I think the EM EM five is on its last legs. So they might just go Okay. They might have gotcha. This. So it's so it's either like slum it like me yeah. or fucking throw out your
1: your like I don't have like a money, but I got some money. I
0: got uh, yeah, I got OMD money. <laughs> okay um but your 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 uh your camera company is not dead um they have also mentioned right, but
1: are, are they continuing with micro four thirds
0: yeah they're sticking with micro four thirds um olympus right. is sticking with micro four thirds and they've been, they've said that they're um they're gonna be re- releasing more lenses this year um okay the last one they had was like a 100 to 400 which is like a two to eight which is a monster Monster Zoom, yeah. And yeah, that yeah, I,
1: I forget which one was the one that I was looking for but i i just remember the price tag being somewhere around 1300 new i and i think at best i found them used for like 9
0: i have a i have an uh, i have a panasonic version of the one that you wanted um next time i see you i'll bring over the ring light and i'll bring over that lens so like <laughs> you can play with it
1: and... I, I was going to say don't go wasting your time by handing that to me i have not shot a damn thing in honestly since probably the pandemic i think that was the last time because yeah. we took the cameras out for my birthday yeah right before lockdown <laughs> yeah. and then i haven't touched that stuff like no that's not true i tried to set it up when we were doing the podcast forever ago maybe that was like yeah may ish or something yeah um but yeah no
0: yeah i i am interested so the the omd em1 mark Two. So the Mark three is the high, high end right now. The Mark II, the one just before that has most of the capabilities of the, the Mark three. And what the, the Mark two gets you is, is a autofocus that tracks really well. Like this is a manual lens. So I don't yeah. know if I'm in focus right now. I think it's, it's pretty, soft. you are. Okay. You, uh,
1: you look good okay. as far as I can
0: tell. If I, if I'm here, I'm out. If I'm here, I'm out. But like, um, so that camera will track. Uh, which is nice, so you could set it and forget it. But it also does the thing where, like, if you s- stick up something towards the sensor, it'll focus in on that. And then you pull it down, gotcha. it'll refoc- gotcha. regain focus. So you on could do it. product reviews. So you could do product reviews and shit like that. Yeah. And since it's not the top line of the Olympus ones, the prices are sort of reasonable. So instead of like a. What is that? What
1: does that mean really? Like a 600 like in real
0: numbers? Like a $600 camera instead of a $1200 camera.
1: All and, right, and, I mean considering I paid like five something for mine, that's
0: that's relatively reasonable. And and if the if they come out with another flagship one this year, it means that the EM mark EM1 mark 2s might start going down again. So, I'm going to keep an eye out on things and if it hits like 4, I might be like, "Hey Brandon." <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Brandon, what? Hey, Brandon. <laughs> you can Did upgrade your camera. You can upgrade your camera.
1: <laughs> Why? What? With with the $400 I'm not planning to spend on this? Well, no. Because you could
0: sell back your body and it'll get it down to maybe like 350
1: <laughs> Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, you know how you spend $500? So they'll give you 50
0: bucks back. Like yeah (laughs) great depreciation um but yeah so just just to let you know uh micro four thirds is not quite dead uh okay it's uh on its last ish legs but it's not gotcha it's not dead like omd is trying and there there are a bunch of companies that have come out with uh video focused cameras that all use the micro four thirds uh line because apparently um smaller sensor size means bigger pixels and bigger pixels is better for filming um i guess i don't i don't know someone some some smart motherfucker is gonna have to make that make sense to me um all right so johnny uh now we pause i'm gonna hit this the intro is gonna play you're not gonna hear anything uh and then when i come back uh intro time all right Brandon Chalmers, hit me with the real intro. God
1: damn! (laughs) Taking it from the top, one and all, welcome as the sun crests over the beautiful, expansive shores that are the fucking Do-It cast, part of the Hard Knock Media podcasting network. Now I know what you're thinking, Brandon. Those are strong words, but what does hard knock media mean? It means NOC, goddammit, it! Is in nerds of color. There are multiple podcasts on the network. We just happen to be the chuckle fucks in front of you. But there's far better podcasts with people with proper opinions who research things and won't just <laughs> pop off at the mouth and definitely and i mean definitely would never say a nary word about a one eddie vetter
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man you you can definitely tell we have an audience of one that we care about <laughs>
1: <laughs> Look, man, if, if I've learned anything from years of doing art fight shows that near as I can tell were a lot of fun for the audience, ignore everyone Everybody, in the yeah. audience, do a show for the people up on stage. <laughs> everyone else will come along. And if they don't fuck them, I had a
0: great time nice so my, oh my job God. is to keep the
1: boss happy jamie that's yeah. how we keep the lights on
0: <laughs> so uh for the past couple of weeks we've been teasing that we actually read emails uh which has not been true uh because uh, i don't have access to it easily but i'm on a pc now so uh my my mac my crap book 2015 is over here. So I have the email up on this computer while we're casting on this computer so I can actually read the email. Uh. So we're going to start with the email today. It comes from our, our one fan uh, who is not our boss, Vincent. And he writes just finished episode 94. And as always, it was a good one. 94, Jesus Christ. Thanks. <laughs> uh but brandon yeah, jamie
1: jamie 94? <laughs> 94 94 94
0: 94 94 okay. uh but brandon the honda e yep. was so much on my radar um but now with your microtransaction idea i have doubts damn it i really hope you are wrong speaking of evs oh because like uh because remember we were talking about how like you can upgrade downward. Well,
1: yeah, cuz I was concerned about cuz BMW and Audi and some of the top tier manufacturers have been talking about a subscription-based service for some of their platforms and Tesla's yeah. been kind of pioneering this thought process. Now, to my understanding, Tesla hasn't followed through with it, but also given the build quality of a Tesla, I'd never buy one. Right. For the record, I am still very very in on the Honda e. Um so I'm curious about it. Like, I assume that the future of vehicles is electric. The thing I'm I'm more concerned about now, and I'm pretty sure I brought it up when we were talking about this before, is how the fuck does the average person charge their car?
0: Right. Right.
1: Like, th- there, there has to be some sort of practicality sense where, like, you have a, a login or a PIN or something like that and just every parking spot is marked and every one of them has a plug and that plug has a lock on it and you're able to plug your vehicle in and lock it with a passcode and then that's it. Because otherwise, like, and it's just connected to a credit card account or whatever it is and it just trickle charges overnight or what have you. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, every asshole I know would walk by every EV in downtown Baltimore when they're drunk and unplug every fucking one of them as they walk down the street.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. so So,
1: like, yeah. Anyway, yeah. continue.
0: Uh, so, speaking of EVs, is there another one besides the Honda E that you like? And do you think the U.S. will embark in this new trend of electric vehicles? What do you think would take? Would it? What do you think it would take to do so? Uh, have so a nice holiday I, season. Take care, Vincent.
1: All right. So this is pre-holiday stuff. I like this. Yeah. So, um, Jamie, I think really it's it's what I'm talking about. It's the the practical charging thing. Yeah. Like, if you. There's a couple things that I, have to, I think you have to get over. I think you have to be able to create some sort of secondary market. I think you have to be able, like, just a used market for vehicles. Because if the pandemic has taught car buyers anything and car sellers anything, is that the second the pandemic hit, everyone tightened their belts. And that means a bunch of people got out of their vehicles and into something used and practical. Right. And in turn, the used car market fucking shot through the roof vehicles went up the better part of 40% in value, depending on what they were in weeks based on availability. The same thing was true, weirdly of RVs and campers because everybody suddenly realized that like, Hey, I might lose my place or maybe it's time to break my lease. And suddenly everybody just jumped into that van life because they started to work remote and they were like, fuck it. I want out of the city. So it's weird how people operate, but, I think, as a, on a practicality stance, there's a couple things we need to do. One, you have to make EVs more financially viable for your average consumer, and yeah. that means somebody who is genuinely making about money at the poverty line. And we don't have vehicles, new vehicles on the market, to do that. I think the lowest price new car in the U.S. is twelve thousand. Hang on, let me let me take a look at this because I was. I was checking out a, a comparable thing to this. Uh, yeah. Cheapest new car in U.S. Okay. Uh, Googling, 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 Uh Yada, 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 yada. Uh, you can buy the 2021 <sighs> Chevrolet Spark, which is a city car. It mm-hmm. is a rather small vehicle. Um, for the starting price of $14,395. Now, assuming someone has relatively good credit, um, they're able to purchase it, the insurance is relatively cheap. And I I say this by comparison, and I'm using my numbers based on the fact that I just purchased a used vehicle uh, at Mm $14,500. I got a warranty with it, what have you. Now, with my warranty that I purchased along with it, my car payment is just under three hundred dollars a month. Now let's okay. assume that the car that the the warranty is included in this. You're gonna pay taxes and tags and yada 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 yada. Let's assume a nice round number of two hundred and fifty dollars a month for a vehicle. Yeah. Right. I don't know many people right now who have two hundred and fifty dollars a month to spend on a vehicle.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: Like, there's a lot of people out there who have regular gas vehicles that they have paid off. They were gifted by family members or friends or they just paid them off over time. And if they had to get a new one, man, their life would become incredibly difficult. And also, we're talking about this is a city car, an incredibly small hatchback with no trunk space to really speak of. Like, I think you can get – I think it's smaller than the Nissan Versa that I rented – in between my vehicles and i was able to fit two large adults a kid and three hundred dollars in groceries into that vehicle but just barely if i had two kids like if i was a family and i needed to do this and let's <laughs> assume i was at the national poverty line of let's say making uh thirty five thousand dollars a year and i needed to pay rent on top of everything else like that yeah this car isn't going to happen for me yeah it's just it's not like I'm going to buy an old used uh, you know, Chevy Cobalt four-door for eight grand mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have a much cheaper car payment and be right side up on that and have trouble paying for things in other ways. Like it just EVs are a great idea that are impractical for regular Americans because frankly I don't think they have the money for them.
0: Yeah, I do I, I, Yeah. Yeah. They they no, need go to, ahead. They need they need to come down in price. And, 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 yeah. and in the particular climate that we're in, cause we're still in the middle of pandemic fuckery, like even, even beyond the pandemic, they were still a, a high ticket item. It, they're not, they're not exactly like a money, but it's still like full frame Sony money like camera wise. Right, it, it's, no, I mean, yeah, it's still you, an expensive kit, you know?
1: You, I, I think reasonably you need to be making comfortably 50 K a year Give or take, depending on your finances and everything else like that, to be able to do that, or you need to be a multi-income household yeah. to be able to pull off an EV. So or yeah. at least a new one. The I so, think.
0: Well, I think if if cities gave a shit and gave like some heavy discounts to people who, because like I think EVs work in cities because they're so dense and like I think that might make no. make some sense, but I don't know. I,
1: I I don't think so because then you need to have charging ports for everything. <laughs> Where do you charge all of them? Like My understanding about EVs is that they're designed for the suburbs because most people who live in a city should be using mass transit to
0: uh, be able to get around.
1: So yeah. if you wanted to change buses to electric or hydrogen or liquid propane or what have you, yeah. that's a viable option. If you want to have a light rail system that runs on electricity, that makes a lot of sense. But having a, a city full of EV like cars... Doesn't necessarily make the problem any easier to solve. Hmm. Now, I know also there's an issue in Britain where they're talking about this where the infrastructure doesn't have the ability to charge that many electric cars. It'll just Ah. shut the fuck down.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now, depending on the cities,
1: you need a lot of power. Now, depending on the cities, there are some cities that just don't have the infrastructure for it. Right now, we haven't really, as a society, been paying for infrastructure programs in some time. And we were supposed to, supposedly, with the last administration, really what about, focus on what, infrastructure. What,
0: what about infrastructure week, Brandon? Did they-
1: <laughs> what about it? Because I, like, frankly, like, I, look, I know this is an unpopular opinion, but had that chuckle fuck of actually doubled down and genuinely spent a lot of money repairing Dude, highways. Do a thing. And, and, indeed, do a but, thing? Know, I, Anything I, I'd be like, that guy's an asshole, but that's a great fucking idea. Dude, do do anything at some point <laughs> along the way. Right. Like at some point along the way, we have to repair the system that we set up in the fucking fifties.
0: Yeah. I like yeah.
1: you can't expect things to work in perpetuity. Best example of this that I have, I watched recently one of my favorite uh YouTube channels, Donut. They covered the thing about the mail trucks. Hmm. Right? Mail trucks were purchased and sent through a torture test. They contacted multiple manufacturers, and they were like, "We need a vehicle that can do the following things. It can carry this much load. It's based on this and this. It's based on this and this and this and this. And we need to set it through like a torture test." And they sent them out and basically had them run like I think it's like 21 days nonstop,
0: where they just Whoa. didn't turn the fucking
1: thing off, and then Whoa. ran it over torture tests of like thousands of cobble, thousands of miles of cobblestone, and all sorts did, of shit like that. Did like, they
0: have like a, a gasoline UV into yeah, that? Oh
1: yeah. Full, full, <laughs> full-on fucking nascar pit stop you just don't turn the car off. nice dip it up right in just and the thing just goes and like stopping like mandatory stop and start traffic where it was like okay yeah, that's awesome drive a thousand feet and come to a complete stop and then drive again for a thousand feet and do it for just days on wow. end to torture test these things that's awesome. so there was a joint partnership with and I might be wrong about this, but hang on. It is with Grumman, which I believe North turned Grumman? into Northrop Grumman. Yeah. But this was back when it was just Grumman mm. uh back in the eighties, and General Motors. So they ended up putting in the iron f- Four banger that was in a lot of pontiacs that had a noted issue for catching on fire so in the past year something like 44 mail trucks have caught on fire because they have an issue with like i think it's a power steering pump reservoir drips directly over top of the battery and oh boy. power steering pump fluid is flammable um so just mail trucks are just catching on fire because mail trucks were only designed in the contract to last 20 years now supposedly they were going to fix this problem at year 20 they did not (laughs) they then started kicking the can down the road because of congress then at 25 years they started commissioning everything then the pandemic happened and now there are many mail trucks out there that have been on the road for 30 years and the big problem is is that there are there aren't many parts manufacturers who are developing parts for the motors and the vehicles and more importantly It's hard to find people who actually know how to repair these vehicles. Yeah, sure. Because the guys who've been doing it are all starting to retire.
0: (laughs) I've done my shit for King and Country. I'm done.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like. Yeah. But they keep pushing it back. And now they're at a point where I believe they're putting together a plan. And I, I believe the contract is for something like $14 billion or something like that. To completely redo all of the mail trucks across the country. So, like, it's a big fucking contract.
0: Yeah, when it would have been cheaper to just fix it after that 20.
1: Right. Well, I mean, no, they were going to have to spend that money regardless. Yeah, but, like, you you could have
0: spread it out instead of, like, now things are blowing up.
1: I, and and don't get me wrong this is going to be my gripe about what they what fucking congress did to the post office with the motherfucking them about having to pay the pensions up front that that sort of financial sort of thing kicks a lot of things back yeah. so i think that's what set us back from the 20 year marker if i'm not yeah. mistaken I, uh, regardless yeah the point that i'm really trying to make is The post office set an idea that, hey, we're going to buy these things. We're going to fucking beat them. By the way, funnest part about them, they get nine miles to the gallon. Nine. Nine. God (laughs) Nine. Fucking lawnmower gets more gallons. Nine.
0: (laughs) Jesus.
1: I could genuinely buy every, every single used, 2012 Toyota Prius in the country Oh yeah, place half of them and solve a huge amount of problems with just a fucking graphics budget and just (laughs) hand them this and just tell them you're taking trips, Barry. We're behind anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we just figure out a way that we just build some plywood. We just kick the tops of the Prius open. We build some plywood sides and we just solve the problem. Like, god damn because i think there's simpler ways to do this nine but yeah, five nine, nine nine anyway so nine. the point that i'm really making here is <laughs> we didn't repair the infrastructure here and the post office is a prime example of what a lot of government agencies believe in in thought process and then in execution it's off like and if you said hey we're gonna need new ones in 20 years and then somebody looks over somebody else and goes we really fine but now we're fucking 15 years past the the sell by date and we're getting some real fucking problems here Yeah, and and I gotta ask the question do you know anyone who was driving when Eisenhower was president cause I don't even think your parents were no (laughs) I don't think your grandparents your grandparents probably were
0: yeah man my dad they, they drove they may a, have been no my dad drove one of those mail trucks in sacramento so like <laughs> uh, okay right 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 <laughs> them shits is sturdy.
1: like <laughs> uh, no argument <laughs> I, and please m- make no mistake i'm not shitting on the post office they're going through enough shit they don't need my fucking guff. <sighs> fucking and the Detroit, video man. by the way is is not a dig at the post office it's a dig at how motherfuck they are and it's not their fault yeah so
0: yeah they keep getting dogged on and like they, they fucking hold the country together like
1: <sighs> yeah anyway so my point really being is the infrastructure is falling apart and if our roads were done when was the last time you remember seeing bge just pulling wires up and replacing them with new ones when they break
0: what, all, it's, when always when, it's always when they break it's it, always it, when they break it's never right. preventative there's, it's never preventative. there's
1: exactly why because it would be an incredibly costly venture yeah because you'd have to replace an entire infrastructure and also the construction that would go along with it and what have you it would be a tremendous job's this process program. <laughs> uh, well yeah but also there is a practicality sense of like what happens when you try and tear up downtown baltimore replace all of the cable
0: Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sure there's a way to section it off, like, section at a time. And if you do it preventatively, it lasts longer in the long run.
1: Right, but you have to get a private company, or more importantly, a public utility that operates like a private company, to actually agree to the finances of this, and unless you, uh, I don't know, legislatively hold their feet to the fire... They're not going to do it but, so, but Brandon, we live in a society
0: <laughs>
1: right that <laughs> has rolling blackouts in the summer so this way people can save money on air conditioning so this way the system doesn't shut down. yeah, that's how taxed we are in the power system right now <laughs> when when we have the su- when the summertime months roll around, you're doing budget billing, right? Yeah. yeah, part of that is to save money on on you know heating and air conditioning but part of that is to not tax the system when it's at its strongest so everybody's running their air conditioner in the summer everybody's doing it on a Saturday like mid-afternoon it's 96 degrees with 85% humidity in downtown Baltimore it's a fucking summer day now everyone is also charging their EVs because they're not fucking going anywhere
0: yeah the grid's gonna die (laughs)
1: I don't know if they can handle this. The grid's
0: going to hiccup. Then
1: it's, the pr- then it's the practicality sense of how the fuck do we solve the problem of people charging their vehicles on the street? I have street parking where I live. Now, I have the ability if I choose to pay for a parking pad out back, but it's hundreds of feet to get back there. So yeah. do I need to pay an electrician thousands of dollars to bury a cable from my house to the back to then set up a charging EV port in the back of my house yeah. so this way I can use my vehicle and um, is the government giving me money toward this is this part of the the cost of me buying the vehicle
0: yeah, I don't know. I mean, I th- I think for a while um, there are different government programs giving subsidies to people who are buying electric vehicles. I don't know if they're still right. doing that. I don't know if uh, those programs are gone I now. don't.
1: I don't know if they are either, but to my understanding, they weren't giving them much for the internal chargers. And depending on where you lived, there's a huge issue of just getting permits to be able to do this. People yeah. who are buying Teslas in California have trouble and have to pay thousands just for the permits to have someone come in to then install the supercharger in their house to then save the environment money because <laughs> there is because there everyone's got to wet their feet.
0: Yeah. Shit. And,
1: and this is this is kind of the thing is like I, I think until we're all ready to jump in with this thing and until gas becomes so expensive that we have to do something like when when gas was it was you super know,
0: cheap. Five, yeah.
1: Right. When gas was five plus dollars a gallon, everybody was panicking. Everybody was getting out of their SUVs. It's the death of Hummer. It's, you know, yeah. all of these gas customers are gone. Now everybody's buying fucking SUVs again. Yeah. There's more SUVs sold than anything else. Fucking Ford, stop <laughs> selling the Focus and the Fusion to just sell fucking SUVs. Yeah. Like, Ford's like, fuck it. You all aren't buying these. You're buying <laughs> trucks and sports cars. Yeah. Like... And that's a sign that, like, we're not ready to drive EVs in this country. We have a different way of looking at things. Yeah. The- Everybody wants to have an SUV or a big truck or whatever it is. And I can't imagine the group who insist on buying the Toyota Sequoia, <laughs> the, the largest of the Toyota paying, let's say, conservatively $60,000 for something that has incredible off-road ability and is incredibly well built and a great vehicle. And to its credit, more Toyota Sequoias have over 200,000 miles on them than any other vehicle on the road right now. So when you <laughs> spend the money, you fucking get your money's worth. Sure, sure. But you're not buying a fucking EV. Yeah. And Toyota's not making a Sequoia in an EV. They're not. No. No. Man, oh man, they're they're just not. So we don't we don't handle things. Look at the fucking pandemic. Yes, we don't. We have to be fucking pushed into shit. Yes. Hey, gas is twenty six dollars a gallon.
0: Yes, Do you yeah. want an EV now? Yeah, I think I it's think you're thirty
1: dollars right. a gallon. Do you want an EV now?
0: Yeah, Un- until we're at the point where we're drinking other people's milkshakes with our straws, I think I think EVs are way in the future, and it's not because we don't have the technology. It's just because no, it's, it's not. I, I, it's not an emergency right now. Like
1: it's not an emergency right now. We as as an American society, especially, are bad about adopting to things that we don't understand. And there is some genuine gripes about how do people regular regular people fucking charge them? Right. How how do they afford them? Are we really actually gaining anything by digging up a ton of the earth with all of these fucking precious metals to create the batteries that, by the way, we don't really know how to dispose of when they're done? Nope. And what happens when a Tesla's batteries die? Do you know how much it costs to replace them? Because I don't.
0: It's probably more so than, we a, than a Mac develop, battery. <laughs>
1: like, Right. We, we can't turn cars... Into cell phones and call them disposable items, yeah. which is my big concern with the idea of this pay-for-play like microtransaction idea and the build quality issue that I have when I've seen everything going on with Elon Musk and Tesla. Yeah. So I think until a major manufacturer who gives a shit like Honda is ready to start doing these things and we start market shifting to more practical vehicles and say, hey. You don't need that SUV. You don't. Yeah. You don't. You don't. You Reasonably, what a lot of us need is a fucking golf cart that'll do 65.
0: Yeah, hell yeah. I like that.
1: (laughs) Like, that's what we need. If we were a society, like, Jamie, if I told you, hey, um, it's going to be more financially viable for you as a get around vehicle and what have you. And the government will offer you subsidies to learn how to drive an electric motorcycle.
0: Uh, I, I would hesitate because I, I can't ride a bike. So like me on a motorcycle would kill me.
1: <laughs> what if I said an electric quad?
0: Yeah. I, yeah, I would do it.
1: Okay. So, so four wheelers. So if I provided you a single person vehicle, yeah. Right yeah with relatively low cost maintenance right each yeah. one of the tires replaces 50 bucks yeah it's an electric battery yep. it replaces in and out like anything else yep. it's got one electric motor in it it's got a screen you can park it right behind your house and plug it in with 110 volts
0: yeah that sounds great it
1: charges overnight eight hours you get 50 miles of range out of the thing
0: yeah yeah i will wear a poncho and when hey, it gets cold and i'll have a backpack when i need to haul shit <laughs>
1: Well, no. The, you've got you've got a four wheeler, so it's half the size of a car. So it's got a little rack on the back, and we've got oh, some carry luggage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sell accessories. Yeah, I'll all do right. It. Okay, yeah, so yeah. so you can you can pop to the shops. Yep. You can go get a guitar. You can yep. go get something to eat. What yep. Have you? Yep. It, it's simple, and for two people, it's a practical vehicle. A good part of the year, depending on where you live. Right. Right. You still have the ability to turn the thing into a four wheel drive vehicle if you need to get around somewhere. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so we've solved this practicality issue, but now we have an issue with safety. Right. (laughs) Because I'm not allowed to drive these things on the road because some jackass needs to feel safe in his 7,000-pound Dodge Ram (laughs) who won't bother to fucking Plug in his his four wheeler because he's got to roll coal every morning and fucking barrel down with his giganto goddamn LED light bar.
0: Yeah, I and and the car. So Captain
1: Small Dick is the reason that I can't just drive a regular vehicle on the road.
0: Yeah, it the car companies have have really successfully tied, like whatever the American identity is to vehicles. Like, it's not... You're not just buying a conveyance. Like, I don't care what the car looks like. It gets me from point A to point B. It has trunk space. I can carry an amp. I can carry a guitar. I can carry a Hazel shit when she gets older and needs to haul shit. That's all I care about. But, like, for for people who are into cars, the car becomes part of their identity. And they're not willing to give up all of this shit. And I, and I think until... No. And, until and and that's that's been a great success of the car companies and ingraining that into the American identity. And I an, well, and, 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 right, because
1: your car is is your is your weight. Excuse me, is your way to represent yourself? Yeah. it's it's and an, your external way as you drive by, not just with a bumper sticker, but with. A paint job and with an exhaust system and what have you and you yeah. get to feel that sense of freedom and what have you And we've been we've been doing this since fucking easy rider right 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 and right, the right american dream yeah. is the windows down with your hair blowing in the breeze playing porn yeah. to be wild and like that's really where it is it's like this is my car yeah. i'm gonna drive yeah and frankly like i remember having a back and forth with a good buddy of mine about evs and also about ride-sharing services. And I was like, I have no fucking interest in riding in a driverless vehicle. Yeah. Because I don't trust that somebody isn't going to buy it and do the proper maintenance. You want a government mandate every single vehicle on the road. Absolutely every one. Yeah. And set up a government-mandated ride-share program where no one has a car anymore. No one. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But otherwise... I don't trust you to do your maintenance on your driverless vehicle, Chet. <laughs> I don't trust you to actually bother to check your tires where you take your hands off the wheel and we let ghost Elon suddenly <laughs> take control on the ones and twos, Chet.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I have control over my car next to you and I still don't fucking trust you <laughs> as you snap open the Wall Street Journal yeah. or decide to take a fucking siesta in the driver's seat.
0: Yeah. And I I don't know how you I I don't know how like I don't know how you uningrain that in, in, in the American psyche because that that's deep. That's deep. That's cross culture. That's cross ethnicity. That's cross party. Like people love their fucking cars.
1: People love their fucking cars.
0: People love their fucking car. Like, yeah. I don't give a shit about my car. I mean, I don't like kick it and I don't drive it into the thing, but like, I could give a fuck. But I know people who love their cars.
1: You know someone who absolutely loves their car. Yeah. I've been a fan of fucking wagons forever. I got the opportunity to get a wagon. I'm now part of multiple fucking wagon Facebook groups (laughs) where we all joke around about wagon shit. Like, my favorite one, literally titled, elitist wagon jerks all we do is just post shit about wagons being cool and everyone else wasting their time a guy with an old volvo wagon (laughs) with a fucking stand-up piano sideways loaded into the back of his volvo and a video of him closing the door turning looking at someone with an f-150 and going so it wouldn't fit in there huh and then look at his wife or a woman and go it wouldn't fit in there either huh and then stare back at the camera
0: yeah and i don't know and until that i can't help
1: but love that kind of shit yeah like and you can't
0: change i i it's i think it's part of it's it's one of the greatest American success stories is the the, the car industry and what they've done yeah. to our our collective psyche and I don't know I don't know if you can do I, I don't know what you can do to change that and thus far the electric vehicles have not been able to get to the that level like they're they're not sexy they're not fun fa- like the people who drive them are way too into their shit and like
1: well it's it's also the practicality thing of hey jamie do you want to take off of work both you and i i'll come get you right we'll go leave our masks on we'll go get rapid covid tests we'll guarantee that you and i are both completely safe and let's drive to san francisco right now right Because you and I could do that. We could do that. And wait a couple days for for that test or the day for that test. Yeah. And then we could cannonball across the country nonstop and be fucking enjoying Dumpling 30 in a few days. Yeah. Like proper Dumpling 30 in a few days. Yeah.
0: And I can't do that in an electric vehicle. No, cuz you would have to you'd have to plot out your your, your route stops. where yeah, where you can plug in and like where they're set right. up for that infrastructure. Right. And like, yeah. you, you know, avoid and certain like states cuz I'm Asian and, you know, like
1: and, and Jamie, there's there's some drives that I'd love to be able to do. There's there's the Elcan Highway, right? Mm-hmm. The Elcan Highway is a highway that travels from California all the way up to Alaska right wow. it's one of the most beautiful fucking drives and there's an area where you can't even get premium gas you think there's fucking charge stations in fucking
0: saskatchewan yeah fuck out of here we're, we're not there in there the future no yet not
1: in saskatoon yeah. there ain't no evs in saskatoon, saskatoon. saskatoon
0: saskatoon saskatchewan right,
1: right. yeah <laughs> like I, <laughs> And that's But that's the reality of it is until you start creating practicalities there and you, you have to like – the way that I think you win with the EV market is the following things. You take practical th- vehicles that are out there every day like the post office and you get them to adapt. Yeah. You get practical vehicles like – ups and fedex to practically adopt and how to do things you try and get the local delivery trucking agencies to start <clears> buying into this using government subsidies and everything else like that you don't yep. unemploy the fucking truck drivers right but you say hey are you traveling less than 300 miles a day but you're doing multiple deliveries in the city delivering skids of yada 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 i'm driving from you know York, Pennsylvania down into Baltimore doing multiple deliveries and then driving back to York, Pennsylvania. Cool. You could totally get one of these vehicles Yeah. where by the time you get back home, everything's totally fine and you're good and the thing's running and everything's good and you plug it in back in the station and while it's charging overnight, the guys are loading it in overnight and then the drivers show back up the next day, unhook the things, cool, okay, good to go, swap out, rock and roll. And that's the way that you not only ingratiate the like you ingrain the idea that evs are okay Mm -hmm. they're acceptable they're practical they're useful you can do these things but also you start to work out the technologies the practicalities like the fact that your your garbage trucks most garbage trucks run on liquid propane or natural gas right That's why they smell like farts is drive around. It's not just that they're garbage trucks. (laughs) They've accepted this and they run them on natural gas. Nice. And it's a cheaper, renewable way to do it. That is not nearly as tapped. Because they figured out another way to handle this problem. Mm -hmm. And the idea that garbage trucks weren't the first people to be like, Hey, so not for nothing. If you give us EVs, we'll totally fucking use them because this place is gross enough.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's the way to do it is, is getting your your big machines out there, the big infrastructure in there, and then and then we, as the dum dums, get used to seeing them around and be like, Hey, if it can haul all these motherfuckers, if it can haul all this trash, maybe it can haul my dumb jabroni ass to like college or to like, you know, the target or the wherever I go and when when after when this you happens.
1: Start, when you start to get the practical people, the people who are the FedEx drivers, the truck yeah. drivers, the what your salt of the earth types, your delivery people, your you know your long haul truckers, what have you, and you start to one not scare them into thinking that they're going to lose their fucking jobs. Because yeah. second, that it becomes electrical in ve- an electric vehicle, they suddenly think Elon Musk, they suddenly think self-driving vehicles, and yada yada yada, and that that has to fucking stop, right? Like right. because technology becomes scary to people who are afraid of losing their jobs, and rightfully so because technology is what has destroyed more jobs than anything else it's not other fucking races it's not the fucking people coming in from out of town it's, no, it's not no, you know no, no no it's fucking technology yeah it's it, it, yeah it's john henry irons versus the machine yeah it's like it,
0: yeah but if you if you tell a delivery driver or a long hauler that we are not replacing you with a robot or like an auto driving thing we're giving you a Bigger, we're giving you a, a new type of vehicle. They can wrap their why heads around that.
1: Why isn't Amazon buying every fucking... A full fleet of electric delivery vehicles. Oh, yeah. He's the richest
0: game fucking Game changer. The game changer. Game changer.
1: Fucking give the contract to somebody. Develop it. Put it together. And if Bezos really wants to fucking change the world,
0: develop a goddamn cheap electric car. He could sneeze and have, have it funded tomorrow he could sneak like and still be worth bajillions (laughs)
1: change the fucking game see take a billion dollar hit and change the game you You have 192 of them maybe if you have 191 and you can change the game fuck let's say you have 185 yeah what the fuck can you do with hundred eighty? what are you missing 192 yeah. that you can't do right what are you missing that's that's genuinely that's
0: that's more than like money
1: <laughs> you <laughs> can't tell me that you can't pay sylvester stallone and dolph lundgren to dress up in period appropriate garb and have them fight in front of you while you drunkenly sip tequila yeah and sit in the world's (laughs) largest hostess cupcake, literally with Carl Weathers standing next to you doing fucking play-by-play commentary. That's some funny shit right there. And you could still hang out and have a hundred and ninety fucking one and a half billion dollars. You're uh, telling me five hundred million and yeah. you couldn't get fucking sly and Dolph to throw down five <laughs> rounds? Get the fuck out of
0: here. you? You were saying this on, a, fuck a, fuck a, on an earlier podcast how like you wish rich people would use their fucking money. God this, damn it. That's the perfect this, one. Yeah. This is the one. This is the one. If you, it, it, it would be a game changer. It would rehabilitate Amazon's V, like the view of Amazon and the people's eye it doesn't matter because they're still making shit Definitely. tons of money
1: no 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 it, it it would fucking help when it comes to them and the environment at the very least yeah. considering how much fucking money and resources they waste on their fucking packaging yeah like yeah
0: Yeah. So if if your vehicles are electric and, you know, people are working, they're still driving and like you're you're saving some um, people. It's just mm -hmm.
1: imagine every single Amazon driver that is underpaid, making under fifteen dollars an hour, driving an electric vehicle every day. And whether they resented that job or not, the one thing that they wouldn't be able to say is, hey, electric car sucks. It would be yeah, it's no real different.
0: Yeah. It's quiet. It got me it got me to many deliveries. It got me from point A to point B. You got your shit. Yeah. You got your shit. I didn't add right. to the fucking smart right. table. Right. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, no. Now, I, I, now I I'm up, mad. I pick up the truck, I hit the start button. Yeah. I go. It's no now big deal. Now I'm I, come, f- I, you know, I get back to the station. I I turn the thing off. It's no problem. Cause then also you don't waste money idling or anything else like that. It turns off when you're fucking sitting in a light.
0: Now I'm fucking mad at off. Bezos. I didn't give a shit about Bezos, but now I'm fucking mad because like a Billy could fix this. Like
1: I don't know reasonably if a Billy could fix this. I, I think genuinely it would be a ten billion dollar problem. Well,
0: but a Billy, I, any cares? any of the Billies could help, and he would still have hundreds more of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He could. And we could. He could, could buy like a. He could buy like a <laughs> Yeah. It, fuck. Now I'm mad at him.
1: So to to answer the question.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Vincent. <laughs> I, no, 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 no. I mean, I think this is kind of what he was looking for. Yeah, yeah, no. This is a good one. This is a good one. The, the private electric cars look
1: rad. And I hope that a, a, a company like Honda does a great job of leveling the playing field and not doing the microtransactions. And I think lower, I, I don't want to say lower tier because that's a dig at Honda and Honda doesn't deserve that. A yeah. More affordable barriers that are entry. known for having a more affordable product line as opposed to a Mercedes Benz or a BMW or even yeah. an Audi versus a Volkswagen or a Honda or a Hyundai. Um or Chevy right now. Chevy supposedly has the best EV on the market right now. Like cool. the, I think it's the, the Bolt that they have right now. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. do a like, practical hatchback version. Apparently, the interface is better than any of the Teslas. The reliability is worlds better than the Teslas. And apparently, regular Chevy dealerships can get parts and service them. Cool. So they you have the ability to go to any Chevy service department, and they'll direct either direct you like if it's an if like if you're in the middle of fucking nowhere they'll work out how to actually service your vehicle if you're electric but like body panels shit like that replacement parts you can just go to a Chevy dealership and they use like body parts with other Chevys on their line dude that's awesome so like the headlights from that spark that that are uh, yeah I think the spark from their like cheapest vehicle are the same headlights that they use in their EV so when they break and you need to replace one because you backed into something because your taillights busted. no problem. Nice. You take it to the Chevy dealership, you call your insurance company, everything's done, they got the part in stock, it's no big deal, and you handle it like anything else.
0: <laughs> that sounds amazing. And you don't have
1: to do. De- but this is <laughs> what I'm saying, is you need major manufacturer backing to be able to have this sort of thing, to be able yeah. to make it practical for the average person. And so this way, we can actually have people who have personal garages or driveways or carports have the ability to charge right next to their house in a safe environment where the vehicle isn't going to be tampered with in most cases and be able to do that. So this way down the road after you, Jamie, have decided to get an EV because you have a driveway and Bezos does it and UPS and FedEx and I don't know, a, a couple of, you know, Pitt, Ohio and a few of the other large, you know, DHL. Uh, distribution companies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, DHL, what have you, like they all end up doing it and the post office ends up doing it and EVs are everywhere and we're starting to solve the problems then reasonably i think once gas gets to be seven or eight dollars a gallon yeah and we've been doing all of these things then your shithead fucking uncle might might grudgingly might might <laughs> begrudgingly buy a dodge ram fucking hybrid and you're a step in the right direction
0: yeah he'll get the hybrid <laughs> Right, he'll get the hybrid. <laughs> you find, I I can't do a UV, but I'll get the hybrid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This fucking big ass Prius piece of shit, I
1: swear to god. Good <laughs> damn it god damn it I'll remember what I used <laughs> I remember when I used to start my dodge and all I heard was freedom and bald eagles. (laughs) And now I don't hear a fucking thing except my manhood shrinking. That is goddamn day in my life. When I, those horns on the front, I swear to God, there's they're smaller. I, I swear to God, those horns. Them they're horns are smaller, small. and you know, and you know why they're smaller? Cause it's an EV. Cause it's a Democrat. Big horn, yeah. Cause these fucking Democrats <laughs> don't deserve big horns. Cause unless you got big horns, you can't make big decisions, baby. Holding an apple, like.
0: Oh shit, man.
1: I, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, yeah. I, I, But reasonably, like, I I have been a car boy for fucking ever, and I am much more interested at the moment in lowering the power levels of vehicles, because the average fucking car, there's a Toyota Camry with 400 horsepower. (laughs) I literally was driving down the highway the other day and, like, got up under to pass somebody and got cut off by a Camry that had dual exhaust a fucking TRD package on it and a big wing and I said out loud fuck I can't catch that Camry and I paused and went how the fuck did we get to a point where I said I can't catch that Camry like I am a turbo fucking vehicle Jamie and I can't catch that Camry Cam- camry, got too much,
0: camry got too camry much English got too on it
1: much. yeah right fucking Christ
0: god damn, but that's god damn camry right.
1: But I think if, if we decided that the average vehicle really only needs about 115 horsepower and they could be turbocharged and there's three cylinder and they end up getting instead of you know getting 30 miles to the gallon right now, they're getting closer to 50 because they're just slower, Yeah. then we'd be totally fine and we start pricing out super fast vehicles. I know Dodge, and this is a car boy saying this, and it, it hurts me to say so, but like I know Dodge just killed its Mopar division and all of your ridiculous eight, 900 horsepower vehicles. Like I think Dodge is making something like a 750 horsepower factory vehicle with a, with a drag package that'll do like zero to 60 in under three seconds. Jesus um, fuck. Right. And it's like a $70,000 muscle car. And I think they're done making them because there's a new administration in and they're going to start restricting (laughs) these things and they're going to start playing these ways. And, and I know everybody be like this bullshit, but frankly, we did this in the seventies too, with the oil crisis. Yeah. And cars got better and the Japanese market opened up and now we're able to get reliable fucking Hondas. Cause I guarantee you, you or someone, you know, had a mom or dad who had a super fucking practical Honda Accord and you know what's a great part about having a Honda Accord? That you're not sitting out front for <clears throat> 25 fucking minutes trying to start your Chevy Capri playing with the fucking choke on the carburetor. You know <laughs> why? Because the fucking Japanese decided to import a vehicle with fuel injection and change the goddamn world. That's why cars have to change yeah. and you have to open them up to a real market and you have to be able to accept that the years of the super fast cars are gone. And you know what the best part about that is? Car boys like myself still fucking love those classic cars and hell, we love them even more now because they're they're precious commodities. There's only but so many of them left. So yeah. when you get a hold of one, You take fucking care of it. You repair it. You paint it up. You take it out on a fucking Saturday with other like-minded people and sit in a parking lot and talk about it and rev the engine a little bit and feel like a fucking million dollars (laughs) when you drive that thing home because that's your baby. And then Monday to Friday, you get in your smaller engined commuter vehicle and there's nothing wrong with that. You go to work. We can have both. We can have gas at $7 a gallon and still be able to enjoy these ridiculous vehicles on the weekends, but you need to have a more practical daily. And if your daily needs to be more fun, then you either need to start driving it a little faster or find another way to enjoy it. Yeah. Like, genuinely, because the <laughs> one of the funnest vehicles I ever drove was a three-cylinder purple convertible Geo Metro <laughs> with no radio that had a boombox that sat directly behind me. Yeah. I immediately <laughs> fucking went and got a fucking Pantera tape. I threw it in the deck. <laughs> I cranked it up, and I proceeded to drive around like I was fucking Vin Diesel in the Fast and Furious, oh my God. revving up on every vehicle I could, and it was Fucking perfect! It was gutless. It was slow. It was louder than shit, and I loved it. I loved every second of it. And Jamie, you know how long I drove that car for? Four hours. And I still. This is fucking seventeen years ago, and I still talk about
0: it. Oh my god! I drove it
1: for four hours, and still one of my favorite fucking car experiences ever. You know why? Because it was fucking fun. Because 40 miles an hour felt like 140. Yeah. You don't need all of this stuff. You may want it, and that's great. That's reserved for people who just make a bit more than you do. Yeah. Enjoy what you got, and we got to start having a different mindset about it. We just fucking do. Yep. EVs can happen, but it's got to take more than us, and it's unfair to ask you and I and Vincent and anybody else to fucking put out $40,000 Forty or fifty thousand dollars of our money to go buy an EV to not have anywhere to fucking plug the thing in because I don't live in a McMansion with a drive-in garage.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, full stop. You, I'm the guy you want to get on board because if I have a reliable vehicle, I'm going to talk it up. But right now, we don't have the infrastructure. You don't have a product that's that's reasonable price-wise, and you can't even get the major fucking people who are spending more time on the road than I am to bite. Yeah. So how the fuck is it my fault that we're not buying EVs? Yeah. Don't put that shit on me.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, they got to figure out how to market them better. They, they got to figure it out. They got to figure it out.
1: The, right. But it, I think it also takes the government forcing companies like UPS – to fucking jump on board ford and chevy may have an epa mandate of 50 miles per gallon by 2030 fedex has till february yeah (laughs) we (laughs) can't survive make it happen now (laughs) prove it yeah (laughs) like here's what's gonna happen we You're never going to be able to deliver to a federal building or pick up a federal letter again.
0: (laughs) You'll find a way to make it happen. Yeah, Because
1: because we're going to take the contract money that we would normally send with FedEx and UPS, and we learned it's billions of dollars, and we're going to expand the United States Postal Service with our EV fleet that we're purchasing, Mm -hmm. and we're going to turn every government communication 100% public. Yep. No more FedExes in the White House. Yep. No more UPSs in the White House. No yep. more DHLs in the White House. Yep. It's United States Postal Service.
0: USPS, baby. USPS. That's it. Right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Right. So watch, suddenly watch these companies find magically find a way to get it done
0: <laughs> oh we figured it out <laughs> they come back 24 hours late we, it's it's yeah. so funny we had this plan it, <laughs> it, Yeah, like it turns out weird
1: weird silly uh, us uh, we, we oh, had dear. a guy like i walked back in the office i was like jesus what am i gonna do oh it's and george then, george had it. it yeah like I didn't know Dennis was sitting in the back of the room, and he was like, hey, we could use my EV plan that I've been talking about for the last 14 months. And I'm like, fuck Dennis, where have you been? So anyway, long story short, we promoted Dennis. We got so, it. Yeah, uh, we, we got like, to figure it out. Yeah, son. We, we, we're fine. So anyway, so it, it look, so reasonably, <laughs> February is a little tight. So if you can push us out three years, three years, we're going to be... Half electric in three years. <laughs> our more remote areas, though. Here's here's the map, right? Here's how far some of our guys are driving. The technology is not there. So if you're okay with us being, let's say, seventy percent EV within ten years, we'll hope that the technology catches up and hopefully we'll beat that. But if not, huh? huh? <laughs> and Biden goes, you. Wait, hang
0: on. You. Puts
1: aviators on. You. you. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: God, I wish. I hope.
1: It's not fucking hard. It's not fucking hard. They
0: could figure it out. They could If there's a they money could, motivator, they, they could, could figure that shit out. They could figure right. that shit out. Right. You cut off right. their money, they'll figure it out tomorrow. <laughs> right. They'll figure it I, out yesterday. Honestly,
1: right. And here's the thing. If we manage to get them to do it, how many other large countries would get them to do it?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Right. Like, I, imagine... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all of the fucking scandinavian countries are just like fucking oh yeah no like i yeah. i'm gonna slap this fuck with a pickled herring if he doesn't get the job done <laughs> yeah, in like yeah 40 yeah. minutes like,
0: that's, hey that eleanor that should have happened
1: uh. a long time ago. <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah yeah like
0: why did they get it before us fuck
1: <laughs> right yeah yeah these fucking pork-eating motherfuckers these doughy fucking flag waving motherfuckers susan, you had susan Dutch chocolate? how did you let this happen <laughs> I swear to god i'm gonna fucking put an umlaut on somebody like i'm gonna find a fucking i'm gonna put two dots on somebody dot dot that's what's about to happen right now you're gonna be in a lot of pain in a minute i swear to christ that's no meatballs happened. until
0: you figure this shit out you ain't getting yeah, no meatballs. Yeah.
1: i swear to christ and hear me say it from sunrise to sunset i'll shut down every fucking ikea across the <laughs> world i'll shut it down right now i'll pull the plug Oh man. You know how I'll do it? I will destroy and recall every one of those little fucking wrenches. (laughs) Think I can't
0: do it? They're all bagged and tagged. We have like RFID chips on all of those fucking wrenches. We have
1: small GPS trackers in every one of those things. (laughs) I'm sending sweeper cells out right now just to prove it. Oh shit. Oh man. Now I know what you're thinking. There isn't a lot of IKEA furniture in Kentucky. And there really isn't now, because <laughs> we went in, we got them all. <laughs> bloop, bloop. Yeah, uh, Mister Mister Mr., Mister President, we just got word from from the governor that apparently sweeper teams have been running through the state of Kentucky, holding Lincolnberry and threatening people to give them their their <laughs> Lincoln- tiny <laughs> wrenches.
0: <laughs> oh, Lincolnberry. But, but yeah, like yeah.
1: There's a lot of other things, and I absolutely hate this mentality, as if it is our us as the consumers' responsibility to make the change for everybody else. Yeah, they're large companies; they have the ability to make a change. Why is it they're not changing? Because they're fucking selfish, and no one's forcing them. Mm-hmm. So let's force them. Yep. Then, when they figure out how to make it cheaper, then we'll buy it. Yeah. But don't put the onus on me. Don't put the onus. Hell, don't put the onus on somebody who can afford a goddamn Tesla Model S. Just because I can afford a $110,000 EV doesn't mean I should have...
0: Yeah. Uh, all right, Brandon. Well, I think that's going to do it for this edition of Car Talk. Uh, <laughs> uh, where can people find you?
1: In our local Ikea, I will be collecting (laughs) wrenches at the door. I am a sleeper agent for the Scandinavian government. I know what you're thinking. Scandinavia doesn't really have a government, doesn't it? Doesn't it?
0: oh my god uh, uh
1: also you can find me posting selfies with your wrenches <laughs> uh on instagram at that guy chalmers there's an umlaut over the over umlaut, the
0: a umlaut so, yeah <laughs> ch- ch- i don't know how to pronounce that chalmers
1: chalmers i don't know how umlauts work
0: yeah anyway jamie where can they find you uh if this works if this works and <laughs> i did in fact record my end of the audio. <laughs> you will find this on YouTube, you will find this on Spotify and any everywhere else that Podbean distributes podcasts. And you can find me please <laughs> Angry Zenmaster on Twitter and all that kind <laughs> Go- of stuff. <laughs> I I will check it as soon as we. All right. So last thing before we leave. Post it regardless. Yeah. All right. I will post, post it regardless. regardless. It, You'll just have just, a, Brandon's audio track.
1: Just me <laughs> ranting to no one.
0: Yeah.
1: In a one-sided conversation, it'll be like hanging out with your grandfather when he's just talking to somebody through yeah. the phone. I'll. I'll. Hey, it's Grant Genie.
0: <laughs> I that might be funny as shit. We'll see. All right. Uh. Okay. <laughs> (laughs) So now I'm going to hit the intro one, uh, the outro one, and then we sit here and don't talk and then I won't have to edit this. All right. (laughs)